boys gotta start first. <laughs> See, yeah. Okay, it's like, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my bad, you were doing already. <laughs> it wasn't as great as it was in our heads. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds a bit dead. It's burned up with us. Bloody idiots, get out of my face. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Okay. Well, why does always have we're to go first? No, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. It's not that bad. Anyway. Stuff, like crinkling in the background. Okay, that's alright then. Yeah. Right, hey everyone. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to another episode of No Shade Podcast. Yep, episode sixty-two. We're gonna we're actually gonna do a lot of episodes inside, you know. I'm not gonna lie, we might reach a hundred. I really, <laughs> I really feel like we will. Because I was just thinking about it and I was thinking, it's actually been very, very convenient recording inside. I can't even lie. Yeah. It's been very good. But the thing is, one thing I've re- I was thinking as well is that, do you think this is going to change the podcast industry? I think so. Because when I really deep it, you don't actually need to go to the studio anymore. Yeah. I th- Yeah, I think it's going to change it a bit. But then I feel like the studio vibes... It's a different vibe in the studio. But then I was Ooh. saying that at the start, but I feel like now that everyone, like, we've probably done like 10 episodes inside already. Yeah. 15. So it's like, you're very used to it now. Yeah, because you can literally just record from the comfort of your bed. Yeah. And literally, I am in bed with a house coat on. <laughs> As in, I have got the electric <laughs> blanket on. I'm sitting in my duvet, head <laughs> up and everything. Like, it's so, it's just, I don't know. It's like when you order food, you order a takeaway. It's just the, yeah. the comfort of you being at home. It's just so convenient. It's very comfortable. I can't even lie it. And I just, like, the other day I was thinking that people have like um, studio studio people, studio engineers and stuff. I thought, use those bank accounts, be hitting it. Yeah. You've got to be feeling it. That is really been like three months. And think of how fully booked the studio usually is. Yeah. So from that to nobody, well, hopefully, I think there was plans for that people were self-employed with like furlough and stuff. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing of self-employment and furlough, because I was talking to some guy the other day and he was saying that because people don't, um, they mm. don't, aren't honest about their earnings, mm. so then they don't then pay the taxes they're meant to pay so then now they're on furlough, you're not getting paid what you're supposed, like you were meant to because the government basically think that you're not earning mm. that much anyway. That is very oaks. So. And that's the thing. Because I feel like even with like with, um, nail shops, I was thinking, yeah, obviously not accusing anyone of anything, but a lot of people are very quick to want to do backdoor um, handings. Wait, speak a bit louder. I said I was thinking about like nail shops as well. Yeah. A lot of people are obviously a lot of people do like back, you know, they always do cash, pay by cash, no card, no card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How how are you gonna prove earnings if in all this time it's been three months? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of these people yeah. don't declare their true earnings. So they take that's home right. a lot more than what the government think they do. And now because of the whole furlough thing, they're not getting paid what it's actually wild. Yeah, so it's wild. I feel like what this has shown us is how quickly life can actually change. Right. I feel like we get so used to stuff so quickly and literally our world came crashing down yeah. overnight. 
and everything changed. Yeah. Every single thing changed. I'm so used to it now, though. I'm really, really... I am. love it. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I absolutely love it. Like, I'm absolutely here for a lockdown until flipping December. <laughs> I don't know how... We're going to go back to normal when we have to wake up five days a week at in the morning. Go I don't want to do it. My thing is getting to work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to be on trains. It's nasty in there. And the thing is, yeah, I've always thought it was nasty anyway. Yeah. So imagine now, because I'm like, a, you know, people go bird watching, yeah? Yeah. I poop, I people watch on the trains and stuff. Yeah. So, Every time I always, I always have a story about what some what what dirty things someone has done. So imagine now with the owner. People start punching people up with their coffee, no clear. Mate. Even today I went food shopping, yeah. Like I'm literally so tired because I feel like I'm literally fighting people to social distance. Like, why? Because I feel like everyone's thinking that this thing is gone now because mm. our minds are all on something else. Like I feel like mm. because obviously what's happening in the media and stuff like that, people have forgotten that we're in a pandemic. So there's so mm. many people out shopping. And when I tell you the two meter, um, the two meter social distancing thing is non-existent in the shops. Like someone is literally coming, like putting their head over my neck to try and stretch to get the item. I'm like, can you not wait? Screaming. I'm actually screaming. Oh my god! No, I feel like people are going to forget that we're in the pandemic and just go back to normal. Yeah, we can be, we can be doing all that. Literally, like I'm just like, bruh. We but, for it. but we just have to see how it happens. But I've, I feel like I can't even like. It's really bothering me how everyone just thinks that it's all well and good. Everyone can be chilling. Everyone can be doing this and that. It's annoying me. I think it's calmed down a bit, though. I don't think so. You know, I think it's I, been worse. I Everyone's having gatherings. I think the weather's made things like kind of calm down. No, girl, because they just moved it inside. <laughs> On my on my Snapchat, yeah. When I tell you, someone was living at a house party yesterday, as in the light is off in the living room. Wow. Google inside. People have been having parties since. Did you know that the um he did the briefing last week Thursday? Yeah. From Friday, Equia, people started doing okay, enjoyment party after party. Like people are, I'm seeing people drop outfit pictures, as in wow. this is <laughs> I wore out yesterday, and I'm not understanding. And you know when you're looking at someone, I'm thinking, I hope this was this is a Snapchat memory, but yeah. the one year I have not seen the one year or the two year um mark because it's fresh and new. And then they will come and then snap in the living room. I'm thinking, wow! So you really went wow. out. People have been meeting up with people from different households, like inside their house and chilling and partying, doing drinks, doing drink up, games night. The thing is, I, don't, I think it's all right if you're meeting other people from different households. I think if it's not like a group of you, or if, if it's just like one or two, that's all right. Yeah. But if it's like a whole bunch of you and like, I don't know, and not especially not in the house. I think if you're outside in public, the, the air can kind of, I don't know, I'm not a scientist, but the air can maybe like dilute the virus. Yeah, the breeze can blow it off. Yeah, way. not in a, in a tight, confined space in someone's house. I'm so sorry. No, yes. no. People have been having barbecues as well. And also, I'm like, wow. I just think it's too yeah. soon. Someone even said that the second wave of Corona is going to hit different. I said, boy, you ain't lying. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, obviously, I feel bad for the NHS and stuff. So I feel like a lot of people, scientists, NHS, people yeah. have been researching and 
trying to help people in terms of this, I feel really bad for them because yeah. that's why I, I wouldn't want a second wave to hit. Obviously, because I want everyone to stay alive. Yeah. But also, those people have been working very, very hard. And it's like, obviously, that's their job. Like, that's the job they signed up for. Yeah. But the pressures this time has been wild. Crazy, yeah. So I feel bad for, the, for a second wave hitting like that. But people are being irresponsible. I cannot even lie to you. Like, even with the protesting and stuff, I'm seeing people out there, no mask, no nothing. Yeah, that is like we can actually protest in social with social distance. They're not doing that. People are protesting so close together. Your elbows are touching each other. No masks, no gloves, no nothing. Just breath. <laughs> I think I, I feel like it can be a bit hard to social distance when you're protesting. Fair enough, but I feel like at least the bare minimum is wear a mask. Like the bare minimum, and that's it. But people are not doing anything of that, and it's like. And it takes like 17 to 14 days for the Rona to be like, if if it's going to kick in on someone to kick in properly. Mm. And even the figures, I was watching the news last night, it's creeping up already. There was like 397. What deaths? I don't know. If, is it deaths they record? It's deaths, isn't it? I think they record deaths, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. And I was just like, rah. And it's, it's creeping up again. Up. Because the last two days it's been calm and then it's been creeping up again. And then we have to wait then I feel like next week we'll probably know like if anything is if it's actually dying out because people have been in the beaches as well doing little picnics in the parks so much so that people have been getting in fights in parks now as well like yeah it's actually wild and I'm just thinking where did who no one start, who started a rumour that is finished that is done I'm so done do you know what I think it's the weather the weather definitely really really made people think that do you know what yeah, it's it's okay. We can, but things that sometimes I don't really blame people as well because it's like we've literally been indoors for so long that I, sometimes people just need a bit of a breather. So I don't blame mm. people for going out, but I think you just have to be sensible when you're going out. So you know, you know that if that person that you're meeting up with has also been um, isolating, they, fair enough. But if that person you, you're meeting up with has also been going to block parties and drink and stuff like that, and you're meeting up with them, it's just not sensible. Because I got a pop up on um, on my phone the other day that was saying that it was um it was forty I think the deaths had gone past forty thousand and I think we were like the highest in yeah. Europe now stuff like that. Yeah, it's gone. It's over forty thousand now. And exactly. I was like, bruh, in the whole UK, forty thousand people. Do you know how mm-hmm. that's like more my than families like or two, or even it's Wembley? Like I said that's like the uh, more than like Wembley or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of and it's like, I feel like, this is what, like, I don't really, I, okay, obviously I'm, I like staying inside and stuff. So I'm very aware of the fact that I like staying inside, that like this was not anything that really, I would say, affected me like mm-hmm. that. Because it's just like, okay, this is my bag. Like, I've been, I love staying inside. But I feel like I can understand people's frustration with staying inside. But I feel like when you start comparing the fact that you could die, I would stay my ass inside. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, like well, I feel like it's because though, we're very entitled in this in in this side of the world. In terms of like, we just I feel like we're just I, I just like babies that were just spoiled. Mm. We think about people in um, the parts of the world where there's always war, always famine, always drought, like always like some kind of problem. Yeah, extreme problems. They get on with stuff, but with us, people start to, people start to be um rebelling against the lockdown. Do you remember that that phase as well? People were rebelling and going to protest, wanting to come out of lockdown. And I said, are oh, you a fool? Yeah, are you a fool? 
So do you know what I mean? So I feel like in this side of the world, we're just so entitled and just spoiled. You want to ask the people who um, in their countries, they're just dying down like flies and and see their protesting to come out. Yeah. I think everyone has to be more responsible. That's just it. Like, but I low-key kind of blame the government as well. I just feel like if they handle the situation the way they were supposed to because the way Africa have handled it is incredible like I was so fearful that people were going to be dying in Africa mm. like it was nothing but they've handled it so well that I'm just like why are us western um, countries when we're not even nowhere as close as handling the way they have like so I, I low-key blame the government as well but I think if we if when if if we're not stubborn and we literally follow the guidelines then we should be all right but I think people have just Obviously, I think people just had enough and just thought, oh, I, I, I can't get it because I'm healthy or I can't get it because if I would have got it, I would have gotten it by now. I feel like a lot of people's mentality is like that. So they're just like, oh, yeah, like they've, a lot of people think it's like, oh, it's going now. So I can just, you know, do you know is, out with my friends. I feel like the government, yeah, like I feel like we've got to give the government a bit more credit than we are, than a lot of people are, yeah. because it's like this is not something that they've ever dealt with. Like as much as like the government should obviously prepare for everything, you can't prepare for everything because it's it's unknown. This was something that was unknown, and the government themselves. I feel like not even to make any kind of racist situation or whatever it was, but we weren't told the truth from China. China blatantly lied to oh, everybody. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they said it's not that bad. It's not that it's not that deep kind of thing, kind of vibe. So I feel like the government would not have known to prepare anything and they can't go over there to find out themselves because it's a situation where people are dying. Do you get what I mean? So I feel like even with the government, like I feel like they've done what they're able, what they're possibly able to. With the Africa one, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie. I don't know that I'm believing the, the figures that are coming out of that place. I don't know. Especially, I feel like in, like in, Nigeria, in Nigeria, for example, right, in Kano, it's a state, right? Mm-hmm. There's been so many deaths here, but they're recording the deaths as unknown. Okay. What do you mean unknown? There's COVID going around at the moment, but they're like, oh, it's not COVID. So even people are just dropping down like flies. What? Well, what how is many it? cases is in Nigeria? How many what? How many cases? To be honest, I haven't really looked into it. I'm not going to lie. I've stopped looking at the, like COVID cases. and stuff. Unless I catch it randomly. Yeah. I don't really look into it because it's just a bit too much for me. But I know that the... That, it's not as it, there hasn't been as many cases basically, mm. but I'm a bit suspicious of that because it's like they didn't really have any plans like that anyway. I feel like Ghana had good plans, but Nigeria, from what I know, didn't really have like proper proper plans in place. Mm. So for me to then believe that you guys are not being affected the way it is, but at the same time, I do feel like the immune system in Africa is higher than it is here. Again, I feel like, you know, we're very cuddled in this country and stuff like that. So our immune system are cuddled as well. I feel like in Africa, they get malaria and they bounce back. They yeah. get this, they bounce back. They get that. And COVID is very, very similar to, um, kind of similar to malaria. Mm. Not in an ignorant way, but I love that like symptoms and stuff like that is what you get when you do have malaria, which is why I also believe that a lot of people who went back home during the Christmas time, they a lot of people had it, didn't realise it. The people who came back here and had all the symptoms of COVID, but obviously at that time we didn't know about COVID. Yeah. And when the, I ever know someone personally, and when they went to when she went to doctors, they just didn't know what it was. They went, they, they were like, it looks like pneumonia. We don't think it's pneumonia. It looks like it looks a bit like malaria, and they weren't sure. 
So I do feel like a lot of people have had it in the system and they've beat it without realizing. So yeah. I wonder I can under I can I can appreciate that maybe Africa is doing well in terms of because our immune system, like people just get up and go and fight these things. In terms of the sun killing it, I'm not quite sure about that because I don't think it's like stranger things where, you know, they're flipping gremlins looking around. But it's just a bit it's a bit of a techie one. But I feel like the government here, they've done what they're able to, because in Africa they don't have stuff like furlough and stuff like that. So the government here, they've done what they're able to. And I feel like as well, because the scientists here were learning, like literally we've had to learn on the job, like as the cases are coming in, we've had to learn as we're going kind of thing. So in terms of even the stuff they were telling us, like, I mean, I don't know who started the black people can't get a rumor. I'm going to leave that one to the side because I was very highly irresponsible. But again, we all played a part in it because everyone's like, oh yeah, black people can't get it, black people can't get it. Okay, now we're the ones at the most risk. Cool. But I feel like in terms of, you know, the government guidelines and stuff, they didn't know because they were learning. We've had to learn, like kind of learn on the job. We've had to learn from the cases that we had in hand. And even like with the scientists, like things are changing, things are changing. So they're having to like change stuff as we go and make new guidelines as we go. Do you get what I mean? And I feel like it's very difficult as well when you're in that position and all people are just doing is just complaining at you. Like lockdown, we were complaining about lockdown. Okay, but they said they'll pay you. All right. People have been complaining about lockdown now. They said, all right, go back to work. There are people who now, who now complain that they didn't want to go back to work. But you were protesting two weeks ago that you wanted to come out of lockdown. So what is the truth, Sally? Which one do you want? With the with the government thing, I think the reason why I feel like they couldn't have done better is I feel like we have so much resources. We've got like all this high infectious diseases and research and things like that. So I feel like they should have been um, on guard, like especially when obviously, yeah, China didn't tell us that they didn't give us the full truth of it. But when we did find out in January, like this thing is literally spreading, we got the first case. There's literally been like news reports and stuff like that of um, Boris Johnson missing like meetings, five meetings about um, COVID and stuff like that. So it's like, he, I feel like Britain, we were a bit relaxed in terms of like understanding the severity of it. And I feel like that's what happened in not just Britain, but a lot of these other countries like Italy. And that's why it, it hit so badly there because again, they were just relaxed thinking, oh yeah, okay, it, it's hit, but how bad can it be? I just think, I don't know. I feel like it's like, it's like a British culture thing. It's like, oh, we know it, like we know it all. So it's like, yeah, yeah, relax. But no, like it's shown that, you know, and especially even like in the hospitals and stuff, like the disc- discrimination against like black black and um, black nurses, Filipino nurses and stuff like that. That's why so many of them died because they didn't have the, enough protective gear to be able to um, to work in an environment where they, they're dealing with COVID patients and stuff. Like even uh, I saw it the other day as well with like um, uh, a Filipino nurse dying because whilst he was on, whilst he was at work, he started not to feel well. And then the manager was like, oh, like we need you. So you've got to stay, you've got to stay kind of thing. And then he died when he went home. So I just feel like again, even like, again, with like black people in the workplace, you, you're sometimes scared to call in sick because it's like, oh, like they're not going to believe me. So I can only imagine the type of pressure it has on like nurses and stuff like that. So that's why for me, I just feel like, the government could have supported people a bit better and understood that when it when it started to get serious, it should have literally because look how long it took for Britain to go on lockdown. Like Italy and that were way ahead. And I was just thinking that like, why because I was, I was still like thinking, why are we not on lockdown? Like why why are we still like going to work as normal? And then it was like maybe a week or two after that, that's when Boris was like, okay, literally everyone, no, 
just work from home, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I don't know. I feel like Britain had like a delayed response to everything. And I just feel like if they did, if they did respond quicker enough, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I just feel like maybe it would have, the, the, the impacts and stuff would have been less than what it did. But it is, I feel like, I feel like everywhere, I feel like the reason why we think that Britain had a de- delayed response is because we live here. Like everyone in every country can say the same thing. Even yeah, the people that we think it. went on lockdown before we did, that's because they had higher cases before we did. That's why they were able. To, they went in lockdown quicker than we did because their cases were higher than ours at the time. So I feel like with that, I feel like sometimes like it's easy for us to just see people that have similar opinions to us in terms of wanting to go in lockdown quickly. That's the people that we are around. The people that we see, there are a lot more people. There are a lot more people who did not want to go in lockdown, and even when the lockdown started, still did not want to be on lockdown, even though they could see the numbers rising. Do you get what I mean? So I feel like um, in terms of the government, I don't really think that they had a delayed response because I feel like telling people to go into lockdown, this is what it is. I feel like being in the government, yeah. And this is why I don't even get mad when people complain about the government because I feel like politicians, like, this is, they shouldn't, this is what they, this is what they kind of got themselves in for. And if they weren't politicians themselves, they will be doing what the public are doing to the politicians that are in, in, in parliament. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like with them, is damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, if they didn't tell us to go in lockdown, so everyone's saying that they told us to go in lockdown too late, right? They took the responsible too late. There's complaints. If they had done it prematurely, there will still be complaints because there will still be there will still be people who are saying, "Oh yeah, we can't do this, and we've lost this, this with their jobs are blah." Like even when the lockdown started, there were people on the news, like business on the news, saying, "Oh yeah, now look, we're losing, we're losing customers." Like they were fully going, BBC was fully going around interviewing people and saying, "Hey." How's lockdown affected you so far? How's lockdown affected you so far? So I feel like with the with the government, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like there's nothing they can ever do that would ever be enough for people. Even if they did put us in lockdown from January, people would have complained and said, well, it didn't even get bad enough until like March. So that was two months we wasted. Do you get what I mean? So I feel like it's just it's just difficult to be in that position. And as much as they've got like health experts and scientists or whatever it is, you still cannot predict everything. You just can't. Like you just, you just can't predict. And the way this has been as well, like who was going to know that the end, not the end result of it, but that on this other side of it, black people are going to be the most at risk. No one knew, but even in the news, everybody was dying. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like there's no way that they could have prepared for it because it's like, because when I say, when I, when I hear people say, you know, they didn't prepare enough, it's like, it's like preparing for an earthquake that hasn't happened yet. You don't know Imagine what's going to happen. It's when it happens, sorry, one sec, it's when it happens that you then take action. And in my opinion, that's what they've done. It happened. And then they all, they had everybody coming out, like people coming out of retirement to do it. They built extra hospitals because it's like, okay, we're going to need them. The, the science has been working day in, day out to try and get vaccines. Like even the vaccines and stuff for cold flu and stuff like that. It wasn't made in one month. It wasn't made in one day. And for, especially for something that the nature of the, of the virus keeps changing, they're not psychic. They can't see into the future to know that, okay, in 2020, we would have had a COVID, especially when the people who had it first lied about it. It just puts everyone in a difficult position. Yeah, yeah, no, I can. I hear what you're saying. I think for me personally, I wouldn't have minded if we went into lockdown a bit earlier. I think for me, what I'm, from, my, my, from my standpoint, I just feel like the government 
should have seen and literally there was even in the news where it's Italian doctors were literally saying like Britain uses as an example and start taking preventative measures like so I just for me personally I just feel like they should have looked around obviously we can't literally prepare for these things because we don't know what's what's going to happen we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow today whatever but I just feel like they should have looked around and said okay we need to start doing something like we need to be more prepared because in Ghana when when it got really really serious Everybody who was coming into the country was being quarantined. Like I, I saw even a post of this guy. He was in a hotel and they were like, oh, um, we've literally been quarantined in a hotel. We can't go. We can't leave for the next 14 days. So I feel like, in, and then even now, I think it's only recently they announced that they were going to quarantine people who were coming from other countries. So I just think like there was these little, little silly errors that the, I feel like the government were making or the country in general we were making that we just weren't taking it serious enough. And I just, for me personally, I just feel like if we, took preventative measures earlier on then it, it it may not have gotten as bad as it did now because it, it was literally everywhere other countries were literally examples of how we should try and, and, and maneuver ourselves but they didn't so I just think yeah but I mean again we don't know what, what, what could have happened but I just feel like That's personally I've like, also heard people saying like um they should have copied other countries, couple other countries. And I remember, was it was it Germany, I think, that came out of lockdown? And everyone was like, look, Germany are out of lockdown. Why can't we be as well? And then two weeks later, Germ- Germany's had the second wave. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, even if you do copy other countries... Anyway, I just think that with the government, damn if you do, damn if you don't. So I feel like there's... I feel like I'm just empathetic towards it because I just think this was not something that anyone could have known how to prepare for. So it's really just difficult. Maybe there are measures that they could have done earlier in terms of quarantining people that come in and stuff like that. But I feel like because I see, I don't just see people who think the way I do in terms of, oh yeah, I don't mind a lockdown earlier. Like I've seen people outrightly complain. I've seen people like be um, criticise the government for putting us in lockdown. Even when they did, it's like, oh no, it wasn't even that bad year. And blah, blah. So I feel like because I've seen two sides of the stories, I'm just like, if the government were to ever listen to the public, what are they going to do? It's just going to be a thing of, you know, if you want to be in lockdown, be in lockdown. If they want to be in lockdown, don't be in lockdown because it's like, if you, you're always going to be, you're always going to um, upset one party if you do something. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah. when in lockdown, there are people who are like, yes, about time we went in lockdown. And the people who are like, lockdown's never needed. I'm losing my business. I'm losing this, this, this. Even like with the furlough thing, I think the furlough thing was really, really good for them to put in place. They put the furlough thing in place so it's like, okay, you actually don't have to work. So stay indoors. People are still like, yeah, but that's 90% of my pay. That's the dessert. Okay. Go and ask the countries who didn't even have furlough and stuff. Wow. That's crazy because I haven't I haven't actually seen anyone complain about the furlough thing. I feel like that's a really, really, really like that's literally stay at home and do nothing and get paid. And that's, literally. And you get paid a, like a huge percentage of your salary. They're not yeah. saying it's it's half 50%. Like that's a lot. So you're basically yeah, okay. just to stay at home and do nothing. I think that's brilliant. Like yeah, exactly. if you're complaining, if you're complaining about a furlough, then I don't know what you want. I don't know. That's what, that's what whenever I see people complain, I just think, what do you actually want? Like, what more do you actually want? And what I've been doing is asking. I'm, so I say to people, I say, okay, so if you were like, if you were in the person, what would you have done differently? Because I think everyone thinks that when they went to uni, they learned about COVID. So I'm like, so what would you have? Done, what would you have done differently if you were in the position? But it's just been crazy, man. I think we just have to just go with the front and everyone just be safe. I feel like as much as the government can put this in place and put that in place. Like, even though they've released lockdown and stuff, I have not been, I have not released myself from lockdown. So I feel like to an extent, yeah, the government can put in measures and whatever as well, but we're all responsible for our lives individually. Like, 
if I die, Boris Johnson don't know me personally to come to my funeral. Do you get I me? Mean? So I can't be like, oh, well, Boris Johnson um, eased up the lockdown. So I'm going to be going here, 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 here. And then when I die, I'd be like, oh, Boris Johnson, because you did it. No, I feel like we all have a responsibility as well to be sensible. And that's just annoying me because I feel like, God forbid, if there's a second wave, a lot of people are going to sit there and blame the government again. These times we're the same ones who are crying and saying, you've been in lockdown for so long. I just feel like, do you know as well, yeah, it's just a bit irresponsible, especially because black people, we know that we're the ones at most risk. So what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you actually doing? Like, we're the ones who are at most at the most risk, or we're the first ones that I can see anyway, to be well, actually not that I can see because I've seen a lot of Oyembos going to the um beaches and stuff, but still, it's just like, come on, man, be responsible a bit. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think we can put the blame entirely on black people. I think I've seen because when when Boris said, Oh, you can go for unlimited exercises and go cycling and stuff like that, I was like, okay, well. I, cycling and stuff like that is not a black people thing. So, I, for me personally, I've, I've seen I've mostly seen white people out on the parks in the beaches and doing all these extra stuff that Boris has basically said no. Um, I think with, with us black people, we've, we've mostly been doing like picnics and stuff and going to block parties, which is equally as bad. But I think in the beginning, I definitely was seeing more white people out, like you know, going for walks with their kids and stuff like that, which is fair, fine for you to do. But I think a lot of them were doing a little bit too much. So yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, think yeah, the same the not just yeah, the blame is not just on white people, definitely. That's why I was like, actually, I've seen people, a lot of people in the beaches, like they were always on the news and people went to the beach and stuff. Yeah. But I think for me, it's just like we know who's at more risk. So if white people are doing it, not that it's it's still irresponsible because anyone can still get it. Yeah. But I'm like, we're the ones at more risk. We have no business doing the things I can see us doing. Yeah. But again, yeah, it's just crazy, man. Yeah, definitely. Just be careful and just have sense. I just hope it all goes down. Life is so fickle. People can just get their lives back to normal again. But it's definitely been such a blessing in disguise, 100%. Like, I, I love it. I'm not, I can't even lie. It really has been. Like, it's, I've, I definitely needed it. Yeah. 100% needed it. Um, yeah. as well. Insecure. Did you watch oh, it? Yeah. Spoiler alert. I feel like if you haven't watched it by now, then that's a bit mad because it comes out on Monday. So no, do you know it is because I say cause I used to be the person who I save episodes to the end, so I don't watch a season of something until the end, until the very end. But Insecure, I feel differently, so I just like, I just watch it. But if it's like yeah. my favorite show, like someone like How to Get a Murder, I used to watch it at the very end and just binge watch. Okay, I'm a binge watcher. Yeah. I don't like watching every week. Like, honestly, it kills me. Even with Insecure, because I knew we were going to talk about it, that's why. That's the reason why I'm watching it. Otherwise, I would have waited to end it before. Because everyone's been spoiling it as well. That's the reason. That's the reason why I'm watching it. Yeah. Because usually I can't just, just wait to the end and then binge it. Yeah. But every week there's some kind of talk panel or some kind of live web about it. So I'm like, you know what? Even like on Monday, last week, Monday's episode, I was so annoyed because I was going to watch it on like Tuesday or something. I woke up and all I can see is spoilers. All I can see is pictures. I said, oh my gosh. You guys have no manners. It's so hard to, I feel like it's so hard to um, not see spoilers about shows like that. Like I feel like shows like Power, Insecure, How to Get Away. There's other ones as well that is hard to, oh, um, that Game of, Game of Thrones. I feel like those ones, all these like top, top shows, I feel like it's so hard to, 
try and watch it without people spoiling it. Because I remember the power one, the finale. I was like, then the, I think the the episode before the finale came out, someone leaked the finale. So I was like, oh my God. So it was online. And so I knew who killed Ghost before I actually watched it on the day that they released the actual thing. And I was like, oh, for flip's sake. So I just find just, it so hard. Yeah. So yeah. Been, I feel like with shows, yeah, because I'm... Because I'm such a binge watcher, and I've been that for years, yeah. And mm. like, I have become an expert at dodging spoilers. Mm. Like, I actively, I feel like the most spoilers I've ever seen for a show is Insecure. Really? Yeah, because I, if, when I tell you, I mute everything. Okay. Like, I remember with like How to Get a Murder, I never got a spoiler of How to Get a Murder ever because I'm just so good at dodging it. Yeah. Like, even if I know that like, I, like, I can know what day comes out and so sometimes I will actively stay off social media through a certain time because I know that's when everyone's talking about it mm. and I'll mute all the names mute everything but I feel like insecure like because I can't mute um, pictures and stuff it's been annoying but I feel like yeah I think I just got away with murder I didn't really see much spoilers for that yeah the that last was... episode though, I had to watch it yeah I, yeah, that I literally was... woke up that day because I never watch shows that early in the morning. I had to watch it that early, like, I think at like nine o'clock, I was, my eyes were, I was bawling because yeah, I'd already got to the part. So I knew but, everyone's going to spoil it because it was the last ever one. Yeah, with Insecure, I just think, yeah, definitely. I feel like especially this season, there's been a lot of... Um, Talks about it. Yeah, there's been I think a lot because of we didn't have it last spoilers. year. It's because we didn't have it last year. Do you remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. And when fact, it comes I never, out, I'm so I never used to really watch Insecure like that. Like, mm. it was just, I used to see it, but I was like, oh, yeah. But then for some reason, I'm just, I've been really hooked. And I think this month, well, last Monday, so Monday, what day was Monday? Um, 29th of May, Let me check. The 1st of, the first of June. Because mm. by the time we released this, another episode would have come out. So the 1st of June episode, I think was just maybe one of the best episodes of the um, um, season. And I just feel like I'm so happy that they kind of moved away from the whole Molly um, narrative. Oh. It's getting boring. And I was like, okay, we get it. Like Molly and Issa are not friends. Like we get it. So I just feel like I'm so happy that we kind of moved away from that and just focus on some good, happy times. And that we can see that, you know, Issa's like, you know, try, I don't know if she's, I don't, I just feel like with the Lauren situation, yeah. Mm. I'm going to break it down because from the, obviously the beginning of the episode, Lisa, um, I said Lisa, Issa meets up with Lawrence to go for a, a drinks or, I don't know, cocktail, co- co- uh, a cocktail, date, pal, a, date. a date, cocktail, whatever. And then I was like, okay, so y'all basically, you know, you know when like, you, you haven't seen someone in a while and like you're catching up and like, you're kind of like making all these like little jokey, flirty, jokey thingies that kind of like makes you think, mm, like I kind of miss like this good times and stuff. So I was like, okay, cool. Y'all doing whatever. And then they go to the, um, art i believe they go to the art mm. um exhibition or art, art you know. kind of thing yeah yeah they did that which i thought was so cute as well and i read off the scene where they were walking through the um these um the, the cream the balls that were hanging you know what i'm talking about mm. yeah, yeah i really really love that scene i just felt like it was just so cute like and then um lawrence like dodging the balls and stuff and i thought that was so so cute i think the bit that got to me the most is the bit where um Issa and when Issa went to Lawrence's um, house and then the bit where she wanted to, she basically, she asked him if she could stay. No, no, no. Paint the picture properly, Kriya. 
Okay, fine. You gotta let the people know what had happened before that. So basically, the way she wrote that line, iconic. So basically, she they were in the they were in the lift, and then she was. Do you know when you know she was saying the jokes about his apart his flat? Yeah, I knew that was her trying to invite herself right in now. there because <laughs> I was like. She was all joking, like, oh, yeah, I bet it looks like a little kid's apartment. I was like, sis, you you just want to come inside. So I'm happy that Lawrence took the hint and was like, okay, should be five minutes. But I knew mm. that five minutes was not going to be five minutes. If you said the way I'm grinning my teeth, yeah. <laughs> Go on. I knew that five minutes was not going to be five minutes. So, yeah, she put, they both went into the apartment and stuff. And then, like, she was like, oh, yeah, this looks really nice, blah, blah, blah. Then she was like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, like, what what is this? So, yeah, she came out. And then she heard Lawrence talking to Condola. And can I just say, yeah, that I, I, for me, I feel like, yeah, if Issa left, Lawrence was definitely going to go to Condola's. 100%. And I just, I, I, I feel like I'm a bit conflicted because, so, okay, anyway, going back to the story, because I feel like I'm going to confuse people. She then, so she's about to leave. And then she then stops and says, actually, what if I wanted to stay? I said, Ooh. what? Do you know what I thought she was going to do in there? I thought she was going to be like, are you going to give up um, Condosa? Condosa? What's her contessa? What's her name? Condola. Condola, Contessa, Contraband, whole lot. Listen, a whole lot of cons, okay? A whole lot of cons. I thought, I thought she was going to turn around and be like, because I'm not going to lie to you. That was me. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. I was going to be like, so I thought she was going to say something like, do you want to be with her? Or something along the lines of like you've had me we've had this magical night yeah yeah and the whole time you're messaging her yeah but when she said what if I didn't want to leave I said oh my gosh and like I, I, because, I, I got very nervous because he was mute yeah and I said, embarrass her Lawrence I'm going to cancel you right on the spot <laughs> and then I was like when I tell you that episode of Queer it was beautiful. It made me so happy. Like, if you see the way I'm grinning right now, I look so pathetic. It made me grin. I was so happy. Like, you know, you're happy from the depths of your spirits. I was so happy. Yeah. And it made me realize how single I am. Because <laughs> I was like, I was acting. I was acting as if, yeah. Um, I was acting as if, like, I was the one on the date. And I didn't understand. And I was just so happy it made it just oh and I was like you know what I really want to like I want to go on a date I need to go on a date I need to have a cute little bay and the way that they just rekindled their love and everything I was like you know what you guys yeah I just wanted to get back together so bad yeah yeah I just, I just look so beautiful like you know I cried you know me I'm quick to cry anyway you cried oh you know I did don't ask I'm questions so you know <laughs> it was so beautiful and just so magical and I was just like I was in bed and I was like, bitch, you actually single. Like, you're out here crying about someone else's love life. I really felt like I was one on the date. Yeah. Like, so long, yeah. I swear to you, I could have dressed up in, for that episode. Like, I felt giddy. And I was like, this is not even your date. And then when he, when, he was, when he gave her the energy back of, yeah, you can say, I said. And then when they woke up in the morning and they stared at each other's eyes, I said, oh. That bit wasn't cute for me. Do you know what? Yeah, I don't like it again. Harish? I said it was so cute. I was like, when will I date again? No, I had to definitely watch it again because I, was, I had to take it in. And because the bit where I missed the first time was when they woke up mm. and then um, she was in her jumper. And I was like, where'd you get this jumper from? So then when what? I went back, yeah, I realized that she bought it at the art thing. And I was like, oh, because I was like, what the heck? You're not supposed to be in a jumper. You're supposed to be naked. Why are you in a jumper? 
Like you are. I'm so done with you. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. You know, I'm gonna watch it again after we record because honestly, no, I had to watch it again. But I feel like, yeah, if when I was saying before, I feel like if um, Issa left, he would have gone back to Condola, and they would have done whatever. And I think I wanted to also know what the heck Condola wanted wanted to talk, talk to Lawrence about because what 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 is going well, on? I'm hearing rumors that sis is pregnant, and if she is, man, she's about to. I swear to God, I swear to God, if Conklin is pregnant. Because you know that this week, this week's episode is about um, Issa and Molly meeting up here to talk. Yeah. I reckon, yeah, the season is going to end when Lawrence goes to meet up with um, Condola and we're going to get the the bomb. I reckon the, the, I reckon the bitch is pregnant and I'm going to be straight. Lawrence is going to go to San Francisco. Do you think? I think Lawrence is going to San Francisco. I don't think, I really don't think that we're going to get that happy ending with mm-hmm. Lawrence and Issa because if we get that, if we get that, if we get them back together, what what else? Like, what's the show else going to talk about? What are we going to get from the show? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't mind watching just them be in bed together. I'm going to be very upset. I feel like if they get back together and it just wouldn't be right for us to see them happy because in this, like, the show is, what are we going to focus on? Molly and Andy, or whatever his name is. I don't want to see Molly and him no more. <laughs> like, there's Molly- of Molly, and I said, oh, Issa, why did, you, why did you have to call her? And then she was in her car all smug, like, I knew you were going to call. I said. Yeah. But I really don't want Issa going back to, uh, getting back together. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it made me, I want to start dating again. I can't even lie to you, mate. I, I don't was think just, I like, can. I really want to. I'm not gonna, I feel like recently yeah, I've been doing a lot of thinking. This is what it is with mm. lockdown as well. I've mm. been doing a lot of thinking. I think, do you know what, actually? Despite the areas I feel like I'm not ready for a relationship, I feel like I actually am ready for a relationship. That's good. I really am. And it's not just, just from insecure. Like, it's been in my thoughts like a lot recently. I'm thinking, do you know what, actually? I actually feel like I'm in a place where I actually want to be, um, actually, I'm ready to be tied down. So, would you take like multiple or like one person at a time? No, like more, like one person. Like mm. this is my man's. No, but I mean, um, when you're getting to know people, like, are you going to get to know multiple people, or are you just going to know one person and that's it? I don't think I have the energy for that. Mm. I really would just, you know, I do well. Yeah, I'd rather just have one person come to me, mm. and that person just makes sense, and yeah. so that's what I'm gonna focus on. Because I really don't think like I, I don't feel like I care for dating multiple multiple people anymore. Yeah. I just don't think I have the energy for it. Yeah, no. I don't like, stuff like, I feel like I only want to have like one talking stage that actually leads to something. Mm. Because it's actually very draining. I can't even lie to you. I just don't feel like I care to be talking to multiple people or all that kind of stuff. I just don't care for it. I think if but you're ready, then go for it. Sis, so who is there for me to get for? Well, obviously you have to make yourself available. Like the thing but is... We're yeah, but still, like, even, like, the way you can make yourself available is literally, like, maybe the way that, um, I don't know, like, things like... the well, way- <laughs> Yeah, not, yeah, like, maybe, like, it's, this is even a first step for you to publicly say on the podcast, like, I'm open. So you never know, somebody could be listening and thinking, raw, like, I've been trying to talk to Esther for all this time, but every time I listen to her podcast, she always talking about how she don't want to date, and she don't want to do this, she don't want to do that. So this is even the first step to be like, okay, if somebody's listening, they can be like, all right, hmm, she's saying she's open. I can slide in her DMs and, you know, we can get it cracking. Too cute slides, but 
I'm not gonna lie. I feel like yeah, I feel like I had to publicly because I've literally been battling in my spirit myself. I'm feeling about it as well and everything. Mm. I feel like a lot of times I don't I don't know though because when you said about um you know some of my beliefs is the podcast and blah blah. Mm. I think giving up we can't block ourselves sometimes. Hundred percent. I've had people message me and be like, oh. I can't remember, I think there was a, a couple episodes ago, ago and then someone messaged me like, oh, um, um, like I was listening to you guys talk about relationships and stuff like that and like, don't rush, like don't feel like, you know, that your time is running out, like you'll find someone. Da, da, da. So a lot of people listen to yeah. us and think, you know, with, with or me personally, I've given hope on, you know, this whole relationship thing because I really have. I want to say you have, don't think, don't say they think. <laughs> I really have. Um, so yeah, a lot of people listening can get like, can make their own like I don't know things mm-hmm. in their heads yeah. in their head that this is how we feel because obviously like we wouldn't say if that's not how we felt so that's true yeah I'm, just, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna plan the universe yeah like, you, have you, you, really, you have to you really and have I'm praying that when it comes I don't um have I don't what I don't chicken out again because I'm actually tired <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It made me so happy and I was like you know I really can't wait to like I just can't wait to love again. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's, it's when it's when it's meant to when it's fun and like, when it's meant to be, it's so it's so easy. Like, there's no mind tricks of you thinking, oh no, like is, is this going to go wrong? Is this like you know when we start making all these things like assumptions and we're scared mm. and all these things. Like when you're dating someone, it's not meant to be like that. Like so, just yeah. like everything that we've had is like practice. On, I honestly feel like it's work experience. It's been work experience. It's been work experience. It's been a tough work experience. Not gonna lie. So again. I said it's been a tough work experience. This, sis. It's been really tough. Because you know sometimes that like, you've actually moved on from something here. Mm. You just get a random thought one day. You just feel like, oh my God, that was me yesterday. You know, you know you're, you're, you're like you're boxing the air as if I want to fight. Yeah. <laughs> that was me yesterday. And you're looking at yourself like, hold me back. Hold me back, sis. Because me yesterday. And it's not that like you haven't healed or you haven't moved on from it. But you just remember, you just remember the a violation. violation. And you're just thinking, so this actually happened to me. That was literally me yesterday. And I think for me, I was triggered because with me, I like to, you know me, I'm blocker, 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 right? So I, because, because I blocker, blocker, mute, whatever, blah, blah. And then somebody must have then retweeted mm. that onto my timeline. That's the worst. And I was like, you're like, I've been in such a safe space safe space, safe zone where I've had not, not had to see anything really like, I forgot in, you regards to, yeah, in regards to you. Yeah, exactly. And then the per- like they tweet the person. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, why are you appearing in my safe? Like, you know, you just feel like you've been shamed. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you appearing in my safety zone? Like, you need to get the head out. And I was like, like I'm going to block you again because to you on all these different platforms, I'm going to have to block you on this one too. Listen, I gotta block your entire existence, like oh, entire yeah. existence. Exactly. To the point that if someone even has your name, I would just be like, "Sorry, I don't understand that name." <laughs> yeah. I don't understand that name, but it's and so true. It's just yeah. like, oh, it reminded mm. me of like all the violations and stuff. And I was like, "No, mm-hmm. you were you were not about to get into my safety head zone." My like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm at peace in my head. I'm not about yeah. to fuck it up. Like, no, Hell and that's not normal because it's like. I feel like I would, like, you know, yeah, and I, it's just exactly what you've just said to me. I can't even put it any better. It's just the safe, the safe zone. Like, you're safe, you're like, in your safe ha- ha- um, haven. So, yeah. some of them pops up, it's like, they're coming to interrupt, disrupt it. And it's like, no. Yeah. To the left, to the left. Honestly. 
I'm gonna get time for that. No, and I'm I feel like it's good though now. that you want to um date and stuff like that. I feel like it's good. Like mm. the first step is realizing that you're actually in a good place to do it because I feel like a lot of the times with us girls, we like we tend to rush that like healing process mm. or like that process of us wanting to date because it looks good. But I feel like the first thing mm. is realizing, like, you know, what, I'm mentally, mentally and physically ready to actually date. Do you know what? Yeah, because yeah. I, because I had the question as well. I was thinking. Cause you know, like, cause I, I did like a whole like deep thought on everything. Like, that's why I said that like, lockdown has been really, really good. For me. I kind of, um, kind of a lie. Mm. I become a lot more self aware as well. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, so where does this come from? Like, do you feel like this is because of lockdown? And it was like, no. And it was like, okay, where does this come from? And it's to a point where like I've really thought it, thought it out that it's like, even like the bad things that happen, I'm willing, like I've. I'm willing to go through all of that for us to come out on top of it. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So like, no matter what obstacle we face, like all that kind of stuff, like I'm actually just willing and ready now to actually build. Yeah. And it's like, That's you know good. what? This is great. That is good, girl. You made it in me, pal. I always say this to you. <laughs> <laughs> because I am nowhere near. Like when I say this year, so January 2021, I am literally going to be like by myself, just focusing on me. And yeah. yeah, because. But you know, I wish I could do that. I wish I could like completely delete um, that history. Mm. In terms of, you know, like me, I'm someone who's still cool with people. Like I've dated and stuff like that. So yeah. sometimes I wish I wasn't. And I just wish it that. It doesn't have could... to be like that, you know. Sometimes it, if the person, like I feel like if you can be at peace with that person, it's the best healthy way to do it. I feel like my way is toxic. Like, I'll be fighting everybody when I don't need to be fighting everybody. So I feel like your way is more like the healthier way is that you can come to terms with the fact that you don't literally have to be beating everyone that you dated. I feel like, you know what it is though? I feel like with mine, it's like, because I'm so cool with persons, let's call persons, yeah. it's like I feel like, in their mind, there's still hope and there's still a chance. Okay, yeah. I feel like, and I think, I can't remember, was it last episode or episode before? And I was saying how, what if the person we're actually meant to be with is someone else in our past? And I feel like I think of that a lot, like, because I'm so cool with people, I'm so chill with people and whatever. Mm. But it's like, I actually don't, I actually want fresh meat. Not going to lie. I'm not no, even meeting. We deserve fresh meat. We deserve fresh like, meat. It's just like, so that's why I always feel like I wish I could just delete it because I'm cool with them. I don't have any hate or anything like that. Mm. And they are cool people. And I know, I know, I might joke here and there as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> my fault as well. Mm. I really just wish if I could just wipe and erase, control or delete all of it. Perfect. But I do feel like if I, when I get, when I get, I'm not going to say if, because we're walking in the spirit. Amen. Okay, girl. When I get my mans, I feel like that is something that will happen there. What will happen? Because I was thinking back to like, um, First, I dated last. Mm. When I was dating that person, the old people weren't in the picture like that. Yeah, I didn't even picture it at all because I was like, "That's this is my situation," kind of thing. Yeah. So I feel like when I do get um my new man, Amen, gonna, Amen, child. Okay, is <laughs> that gonna be that they're gonna be done? So I feel like I keep, I just have to keep reminding myself of that. Like they're not actually they're not necessarily here to stay. Yeah. I don't want them to say I'm not going to No, no, God forbid, child. I'm catching a moment of weakness. It's just like, I'm just chatting. I'm just chatting, mate. Don't even listen to me. No, but with the whole deleting history thing, I think 
if we didn't have that history, we wouldn't know how to act when we get something good. Mm. And I think now, yeah. like, we know what the things we want and the things we don't want. I feel like even in the past, I, I, I felt like, oh, this is what I want, so I don't want. And I kind of still settled because it's like, oh, like, you know, whatever. I feel like now I'm just like, okay, like, we're getting older. Like, there's issues. It's not like we're, we're tied to people because of kids or because they like we're financially dependent on them. Like, so therefore, if you don't like something, you, there's no other reason as to why you should still continue. And I think sometimes in our heart, it's like, oh, like it's going to be hard, blah, blah. But girl, your heart been going through it 50 times and you you still living and breathing. So you could do yeah. it one more time. <laughs> and that's nothing. That's not like, you know what? It is what it is. Like we have, we have so much more strength than we think. Mm. But listen, I feel you on the whole... Um, when you when you say you don't want to see someone that and then you end up settling as well. Yeah. And it's just like, no. Yeah. I'd rather not. But, yeah, but I, like I can't even describe it. I'm going to watch it again when we finish recording. It, I am, it made me so happy. like Because I've been, and it was weird because I spoke about them when we wanted them to get back together last episode. Yeah. But it really annoyed me though. Like the whole um con- contest thing. Like I was like, like, can you stop messaging her? That's actually like, imagine how many dates you've been on, yeah? Yeah. And the guy's just in front of you, just and you go to it quickly and he's messaging somebody. We've actually slept. Well, you know what's funny is you know we we could we we possibly have actually been in that situation. Yeah. Without knowing. That's the mad part of it. Is that we've and it's left you think, that. okay, bye. Yeah. Even they've gone home to be smiling smiling in their sheets as well. Yeah. Nope. They've gone home to flipping they haven't even gone home, bruv. They've gone home to do link up. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, what do you want, um, Condola? What do you actually want? I, I think, think I wanted a body call. No, I don't think so, man. But then people are saying she might be pregnant. I'm like, God forbid. I think, I think she's pregnant. Because you know what it is as well, yeah? Because she was very... Because you know how she is, that she's very sweet. Yeah. Like, so Imam, when she was texting him, yeah, I was doing it in her voice and in her um in her, in the, her mannerisms. Yeah. And I have been like, no, I just want to talk. So I said, this girl don't want a booty call. It's not a booty call. Oh, God. Booty call, she like a nude or something. And because she's been gone for like a while now, yeah, I'm just thinking, yeah. what do you actually want? I feel like she actually wants to talk to him about something. Which also, because who broke up with who? She, did she break up with him or he broke up with her? I feel like she broke up with him. So I feel like she broke up with him and then realised she's pregnant and she's like, damn. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think if, I don't think he would break up with Condola because I feel like in his mind, he really wanted to move on from Issa. Yeah, he so did. I don't think he. I don't think he broke up with her. I think she broke up with him, and then he made him realize that, bitch, I don't even love you anyway. I love my ex girlfriend. <laughs> Listen, and it made me happy when they were open. Like I said, this is such a lovely. Yeah, that healthy. restaurant scene was my favorite. It was a wholesome. It was just a wholesome episode. It was that part was really my favorite because I feel like the rawness of the conversation and literally he was so he lit. was just like and that's why sometimes when like when sometimes guys are like when sometimes guys treat you shit is because. Their, their shit themselves mm. literally and literally he literally said it like he couldn't go to work he he just basically was jealous of the fact that Issa had it together and he didn't and yep. then he would project that on uh-huh. her and then make her feel shit and then the relationship was shit and it's like that's why sometimes when a guy treats you shit don't even take a personal sis it's not even your yep. fault he's just yep. shit <laughs> that's what I said to my sister the other day when we were talking about it and I was like not gonna lie and this is what it is I said like, this is how I've started to and this is what helps me get through stuff. Like as much as it will hurt, I will cry and whatever it is, but at the bottom of it, at the core of it, I always remember this is that sometimes the way people treat you 
is no reflection of you. Mm. Is them they have their own shit going on? Like, because I w- I'll think of myself in how like, no matter how close I am to someone, I can be going through stuff that you have no clue I'm going through it. Yeah, I'm like imagine them. They have like stuff that they're going through, and also I'm very aware of the fact that whenever you start dating someone, your relationship with someone, essentially you're two strangers coming together. Yeah, you're two strangers who've got their own personal baggages. You're two strangers who've got their own personal traumas. We've got the good things that's happened to them, the bad things that happened to them. So over time, obviously, you heal through these things, but you're two stri- complete strangers coming together. Do you get what I mean? So people, as much as you might know someone, people will always have stuff that you don't know about. Yeah. And sometimes those stuff, that, those stuff is bigger than it actually seems to be. Yeah. So that, like when he was saying all that stuff, and then I loved, I just loved also how Issa told him exactly how she was. And she was like, Sometimes I don't want to come home because I'm thinking he's just going to start on me again. Yeah. And I feel like I needed to hear that in that, because I feel like it's very easy sometimes when you're, when you're the one who's, who's visibly going through something in a relationship, for example, so he didn't have a job. It's easy to think that you're the only one who's got shit to deal with. Yeah. And you don't realize what the other person's dealing with. So she, when she was like, I didn't want to come home because I just felt like this is bad vibes. Yeah. I was like, he needed to hear that. It's like, yes, you haven't got a job. Yes, you're going through this, but people go through stuff as well. People, but it's just strange as well how like women were very quick to um push our struggles and our hurts and stuff aside to be there because I never I never even got that. Do you know what I mean? I never got yeah. that in the episode in terms of she didn't want to go home because it's like oh like he's gonna be doing a lot kind of thing. Yeah, it's just crazy. But it was I just I loved that scene so much. It was, it was really really good. It was so beautiful, like so so beautiful. But I just feel and like we were laughing as well. Yeah, I just feel like we're not gonna get that happy ending that we want. We all want. Like it's just too good to be true. <laughs> I just feel like it's just too good to be true. Like too good to be true. I actually need to come. I need to come to terms with it because I'm not gonna. I'm struggling. Lawrence is so pain. Like so beautiful. I told you. I, I never deeped it. I told y'all. I never deeped it. I especially like when I, when when they were sitting at the table. Yeah. And I was like, right. And then he's wearing his 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 his, his what what do they call his coats? Campbell coats or whatever they call their type of coats. I don't know what they call them coats, but coat. My future nigga need that coat. Okay. You're stupid. <laughs> because that coat would do all types of wonders to the face. Like it was just accentuated everything I said. So, and then his his height as well. Like when he when he did that brat thing, and I was like, oh, you're so cute. Listen, you know when he said bye? I said, oh my God. I, said, I was so angry. I said, like, what are you doing? Leave. Where are you actually going? I said, this nigga is going to see Contessa. And then when he came back, and you know that the way Issa was, I feel like that's exactly how I would have been. I would have been like, yeah. uh, what do I actually do now? Yeah. yeah. When he came back, I said, oh my gosh, yeah. you're so cute. But I took, I took a snap of him. I had to, I, when you took my, I had to look back on it. He is so And the shape was just there, like, do you know the part that killed me as well? Yeah, when Easter dropped. Oh yeah, oh so typical, isn't it? I thought that's actually something that happened to me. I like, you know when they do the wind down. You know when they do the wind down at the end of the episode. I never usually watch it, but this one I said I must watch it because Lawrence is gonna be talking, and he was that's just cool. like, "Sorry, he's fine. He's so f- I, he's fine. He's so fine." Like when they were talking about the episode, I was like, "Oh damn, you is handsome." So literally because I've never actually I never knew they did the wind down because the um, website I watch it on yeah whenever the episode is done they just do it or maybe actually maybe I've never waited I just closed off I think yeah no they but always this one, I wasn't 
I was in so I was in love. I was honestly in love, right? Yeah. I just sat there just smiling to myself. And then he played, <laughs> I said, like, Oh, what is this? And I was like, Oh, this is so cute. And he just looked so fine. And when the guy was like, and obviously you guys did it, I was like, Yes, they did. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah, I, w- I was watching the one and I know it's acting, yeah. But I low-key feel like no, I don't know. I don't know if Issa, if Lawrence makes Issa like, I don't know. I just like looking at her like, hey girl, like, you know, but I don't know if it's just acting. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of it. It's acting because what it is with um, sex scenes and stuff, yeah, it's not as it looks like, it's not, it doesn't flow as, as it looks as it does for us. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. There's bare people in the room and also that it's like a stop and start. So like, yeah. Stop there. Then they capture the angle of the racket. Okay, go. Stop it. So, it's not yeah. as sensual as we get it. Plus, our sis is wholesomely engaged. Issa's engaged? A year ago. Where have you been? To who? A whole ass man. Like, she no, knows. I didn't, let, me, I have, let me Google this right now. I did not know. She's, did you see that rock on her finger? Engaged. What? Did you see the big oh, rock on her finger? I didn't see her man. And he a wholesome chocolate man, too. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not know this. <laughs> Oh, you were like, I think I said no, they're not. Oh, wow. Sis. I mean, Lawrence is better though, sorry. Let me see this one first. Lawrence is better looking. I never knew. She been married. They've got a rock. Like, listen, you know your finger's coming to her. Yeah. Do you notice in the wind down that she always wears it? Oh, I'm just looking at... Oh, wow, that rock is huge. It's a rock, like... That's what a... I want, you know. I don't want no tiny little stone. <laughs> God. The world will take that ring. <laughs> oh, wow. No. This a magazine spread, I remember. Lawrence, I feel like he, I feel like he looks like a kid, though. Because he's got a beard. Because he hasn't got a beard, and you like... Actually, he does have a beard. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> If you don't have a beard yet, just leave it for your alone. <laughs> oh, I'm so let happy me, for her. It's a great engagement ring. She I like the ring. Yeah. It's so pretty. Oh, I'm happy for her. I don't I don't yeah, want to deserve ring, right? like that. Sorry? Again? What'd you say? I said What'd I'm happy say? for her. Yeah, I'm really happy for her, man. I can't yeah. When you were like, oh, I said no. She got a whole ass man. Like she got a man that makes her very happy. I was definitely reading into it. I was definitely reading into it. Oh yeah, you definitely were. Because I I remember from um, when Lala Anthony um, had the sex scenes in Power, and she was on um, when she was on Breakfast, she was talking about it, and she was like, "Trust me, she's like, it's the least sexy thing in the world." She's like, she's like, you don't understand that. There's, bear, that there's a cameraman right over you as well. She's like, there's cameras everywhere to catch everything. So she's like, it's just so like unsexy. Yeah. Oh, look, I mean, look at them. I just love Lawrence and Issa together. And I just love Issa. Like, she is good vibes. Yeah. I watched good the photograph as well. Say again? I watched the photograph and it was re- she was really good in it as well. Was that a film? That's a film, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on it's on, no, it's on um, one of these like movie websites, like the 
fake ones. Is it a love one? Is it about love? Did you say? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good. It's, it was. It's. It's a, um another guy in it. That's. I think she's done movies with him before. I can't remember. Oh, the um. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, he's also really good looking in the movie as well, and her she looks gorgeous in the film. Like she's her hair straightened, and she looks so cool. Oh, she's really beautiful. That girl. Oh, I've seen. I've seen the trailer, and I was meant to watch. I want to watch it. Yeah. It's really, really good. I'll send you the link. I'm going to watch it. Oh, you know, I love this. Um, I just love, love, love films all the time. It's just my bag. So good. It is so good. It's so beautiful, man. I just love Easter, man. I can't really explain. Like, I just love her. I've said it before, but I just love her face. Her yeah. face is just so warm and inviting and just so, like, just like she just jokes. Like, if you're around her, you would just love, like, even the way she fell, yeah. And one hand was stretched forward. I said, of course you'd fall like that. <laughs> of course you would fall like that. I'm so excited for this week's season, this week's episode. But I'm just upset because I feel like they're taking it back to Molly and thing, and I just don't care for Molly. Yeah, same. I'm, I, I think really I'm just over the, that whole storyline. I'm over it. Do you feel like they're going like to rekindle their friendship? I don't Only think 100%. so. percent Do you think? Yeah. I don't think so. The reason why I feel like they're going to, I feel like they're going to rekindle, but it won't be the way it used to be is because Issa needs somebody to talk to Lawrence about. And who else than Marley? Well, I, I, don't, I wouldn't even want to talk to Molly about it though, because she's a hater. Like, you know, like, Molly's actually a hater bitch. Like, she's actually a hater. Because remember when they were out, when they were, um, went to visit, um, I can't remember her real name, but Amanda Seals' baby, yeah? Mm. And um, she was downstairs talking to me. Like, he would want to talk to her. Yeah. And yeah. Molly's be like, mm-hmm. Like, what is your problem? What's your actual problem? I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm very, very shocked as well that she never snitched on Issa about um Daniel, because when I, when I used to watch it back then, I said this girl gonna snitch on her. <laughs> I just had it in my spirit that she's that type of friend to snitch on you because 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 it was always that thing of like, oh, you don't realize how lucky you are. You're so lucky you got a man at home. You're so lucky. You're so lucky. Leave me alone, man. I'm going through stuff as well. I'm so I remember even one time Issa was like, her, yeah, but just because like you think I'm lucky doesn't mean I'm not going through stuff. Yeah, and one of these friends where it's like they feel like because you got a good man, it's like you that you you're not allowed to have you're not allowed to go through anything. Yeah, because she was very dismissive of Issa's struggles. So she'd be like, "Oh yeah, he don't work. Yeah, but that's not too bad." These times, Molly would never be with someone who does not even earn whatever she earns. But don't you think as well though that um, what's her boyfriend name? Andy, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. Don't you think that he knows that Molly's wrong? Oh yeah, but that's the thing. I feel like that's the thing with boyfriends and like. We've got like yeah with boyfriends because you tell him you tell him oh, for example something's happened at work today, but then he will try to tell you that like okay you were kind of wrong but I feel like us girls we don't want to hear it like we expect our boyfriend to to back us hundred percent so I feel like he's tried to subliminally be like oh like Molly like you're moving a bit mad but then she's like Issa this Issa that Issa that so I think mm-hmm. he's just kind of backed up and been like okay do you know what I'm not gonna like get involved anymore but he hundred percent deep in his heart he knows that Molly is wrong. Yeah, because you know, in the trailer, yeah, he was like, I can't remember what she said to him. And then he was like, yeah, I'm not like, I'm not backing her, but. I, and I could just see, I could, you know, when Jake was like, I could tell in your eyes, you're angry. I said, I could tell in your eyes. <laughs> you think she's wrong. Yeah. But I feel, I feel like if, if their relationship lasts the next season, I'll be very, I'll be very impressed. But I'll be happy for her as well, though. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, my impressed, yeah, I'll be impressed and happy for her. But I'm not holding my breath because I'm just like, you, like, 
she just oh she just talks I feel like we're kind of giving too much um what's that word the, uh, I don't know like thing towards Molly because I feel like I'm hating it yeah I feel like we're just putting too much thing on Molly I just feel like they're both as much as Isa is like you know Isa's I'm all here for Isa but I feel like Molly I feel like Molly has her reasons for being the way she was towards um Isa I just feel like she I, I don't know I just feel like maybe she's gotten to a point where she's like I don't know, maybe like fed up or something. So as much as Issa and Molly was wrong, I feel like there's a reason why Issa calls her back. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the reason why I'm going hard on Molly, yeah? Yeah. Is because I have pooped this from season one. Okay, yeah. I have pooped the tricks from season one. So for me, it's like everyone's finally getting to see what I've been seeing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I, like, I'm someone who picks up on little, I pick up on little things even in my real life. So when I was watching it, I always feel like mm, this is like kind of like a obviously the stuff that Molly does for Easter as well. Yeah, but the friendship is very one sided. Mm. In terms of yes, they're both. I feel like yes, they're both wrong in the situation. But for me personally, I feel like Molly is more wrong because I feel like Issa is that friend who silences her friend, who silences her voice for the good of others. Yeah, and she's just that person who doesn't like. She doesn't really like confrontation, so she would she would joke it like she would joke her way out of something. Or she would just kind of downplay how she feels, so you don't make, so you don't feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and I peeped that from very early. So when she and Molly then got to the point where I could see that she was visibly tired, mm. I could understand it because I was like, it's actually been a lot of things. Yeah, and then when yeah. Molly was then throwing like jabs here and then because, and the thing is, for me, the jabs towards Issa has not started, did not just start now. It's oh. been there from season one. It's been in little things that she says. But again, I pick up on little things. That's why. Yeah. So when they got to the point where, like, so for me, season four, when she was like, oh, you full of drama, I said, you, you are going to tell someone they're full of drama when you're changing, <laughs> away from, you're changing pants. You. <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like for the first time, I just wanted, because even when they've argued and when stuff hasn't been right with them in the past, mm. Issa's always been the one to um, reach out. And so that's why I was like, I would have liked for the first time for Molly to be the one to reach out because yeah. really, she, for me anyway, she's a problematic friend. Issa's not perfect, yes, but Molly needs, I feel like Mo- Molly needs more humbling than Issa does. Issa's more likely to be to, to hold herself accountable for the things that she does. Whereas Molly will be like, so Molly's the kind of person who will upset you. You have an argument. Even though she's done some kind of wrong, when you then apologise, she'll be like, it's all right, I forgive you. I'm so done. And you're thinking she's apologise back. Well, she's not going to apologise back. I'm just thinking yeah. about what you did kind of thing. Yeah. I think it would be nice to just have, for the first time, to have Molly be the one to be like... Um, a bit more balanced. Yeah, like a bit more forthcoming in terms of let's rekindle this. Yeah. And I went wrong. Because I'm sorry, yeah. I don't care what anyone says. I feel like the way Molly left her in the... Like Molly was willing to leave her hanging like that is very deep. Yeah, that like, was a bit mad. Very, very, very deep. Yeah. And I feel like we're not deeping. I feel like a lot of people are not deeping how deep that actually is. No, I, I definitely do think it's deep. But I think there's, I don't know, I just, I mean, I haven't been watching it for like that since season one. So I don't know what the nature of their friendship is from the beginning. But from what I've watched, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like we've been a bit too hard on Molly. And I think that, the, I don't know. I, I definitely do feel like there was a genuine friendship, and I feel like Molly did take it too far with the whole um, blog party thing. I think that was definitely out of order. But mm-hmm. again, like they have love for each other, so 
I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would have been happy for um, Molly to be the one to call Isa, but we'll see anyway. I just think Molly, Molly's got because when someone's girls, it's like she likes to act like she's hard on the face, like hard exterior, but deep down. I know she's been dying for Issa to call her. Like, I know. <laughs> she was she's dying for it. Dying for it. So. Dying for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> even like, even in, the, in the um trailer. Yeah. She had like a smug, like, smile on her look, on her face. Like, and you know when Issa's like, hi. And then she's like, oh, sorry, I don't know why I screamed. I could yeah. tell that she wanted to match energy, but she's like, hey. Exactly. Like, you're just so annoying, bruv. Like, and just sit like down. that is because they know that they, they were in the wrong. But it's, like, it's mm. hard for her to admit that she was in the wrong. So I hundred percent feel like that meets. Well, I don't. I don't know, but I personally feel like in that meeting they're going to have, we're going to see some rawness in the conversation so, you know. that they're going to have, and maybe we might see a breakdown of Molly where she's this girl with it and says, "This is the reason why I've been acting shady, or I've been, I so. haven't been a good friend." You like, like that. you think about it, you see how like even like when Kelly called Issa, mm. it's like, "Oh, you guys will make up," and then you guys always make up, and Issa's like, "Yeah, but that's always because I'm always the one who reaches out." Yeah, I was like, you, girl, don't do it this time. Yeah. I feel like also like, Issa's kind of doing like a clear out of her life, mm. and I feel like as much as like um, what's the name? What's his name? Lawrence is leveling up as well. Going, do you know, what it's I feel like Lawrence's level up here is not as authentic as Issa's is. Wow. I feel like Lawrence like he wants to level up so bad that it's like because even like with like um Condola and stuff like I still maintain the fact that he got into a relationship too quickly, but oh, I feel yeah. like he's trying to. He's kind of forcing his level leveling up and not really addressing areas where he needs to be addressing. Mm. Whereas with Issa, she's addressing areas of her life that she needs to address. Do you get what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like with her, like I feel like she doesn't realize it, but she is leveling up. Yeah. Because Issa from season one to now has really changed. Definitely. Like she's grown up a lot. She's got her own. Like she's got a voice and everything. Like she's grown up a lot. Before she used to wrap herself in the mirror, we didn't have to see the rap girl anymore because she's <laughs> rapping in real life. Yeah. I feel like the Condola episode is going to be the last one. I can just feel it because we've only got two more episodes. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. So I can just feel it. I'm excited. I literally can't wait. It's just annoying because I'm going to have to wait another week after this week. Yeah. And I really thought that, I thought, I thought that because the episodes weren't, um, didn't come last year, it was going to be an hour long. Yeah, no, they're not. But I think it's exciting, though. No, actually, yeah, it does. It does. It does because I feel like if we got an if we got an hour, then it's, it's about it's just it's not it's not like how to get away with murder. Where it's got all these different plot twists. I feel because like mm. the, the storylines are pretty. When we really deeper, the storylines are pretty much straightforward. So to yeah. to sit through that for an hour, it'll just be loads of unnecessary scenes. Mm, yeah, but, that's because you know that like power, for example. Yeah, there's so many different, like there's so many different people with so many different storylines, all these twists and all these people portraying and all these stuff. Like it makes for an mm. hour, whereas I feel like with um, insecure, it's just like we couldn't do an hour. Is I think the thirty minutes is good enough, or the twenty five minutes, yeah. whatever you give us, is good enough. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Oh, we'll gosh. see what Monday is saying. We'll see what, yeah, we'll see what Monday's saying. We'll be here again with you guys to talk about it because, oof, I love it. Yeah. Absolutely living for it. Yeah, 100%. And um, what was I going to say about the, um, our live radio special? Oh, yes, we had yeah, a live radio special, guys. Really, really, really good. I feel like we were doing some interesting things this week. Well, last week. Yeah. Last week, yeah. 
So, um, yeah, we'll definitely put that out for you guys to listen if you didn't yeah. tune in like you were supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have known to tune in if you had been following us on Twitter and Instagram at NoShapePod. In it. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Your girls are doing things, okay? We are doing things. So just keep supporting us. We really, really appreciate the support. Like, yeah, we've been really, getting followers as well. Yeah, like we're really, really here for it. And yeah. I feel like you guys are sharing um our um episodes as well, our content. So we're loving it, okay? Because you know, sometimes we don't have, we don't even know, you know some people we know personally aim be supporting us. So it's nice to know you guys are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said sometimes you know people you know personally don't be supporting you. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. For real, for real. We really be appreciating. So no shade. No, literally the shade no shade. The shade fits on. Shout out to everyone say? who's tagging us. No, I was gonna say shout out to everyone who's been tagging us and podcast yeah. posts that podcast listens to. Ugh, wow, listen to you know things like that. Like we really, really appreciate it. I'm like, raw, y'all checking for us? Like you know about us? Okay. Listen. It's always nice, even like when we get like random messages and stuff. I'm always like, oh, yeah. like this is so sweet. Like a lot of people messages like, oh, the episode you did, I can relate to that because this happened to me, and it honestly just touches my spirit. And we really like appreciate it. Like I don't feel like we ever have the words to express how much we appreciate it, but we really appreciate it. If when lockdown is done, we can do something, but we really appreciate it. Hundred percent. Like it's so beautiful to see that. Really y'all is. with us. Yep. Mm. So, um, yeah, man. Um, y'all, I think we're out. Yeah. Hashtag, when you're listening, No Shade Pod, thank you very much, please. Yeah. Um, what else is there? You can go on our YouTube, YouTube channel. channel. Oh, yeah, YouTube channel, No Shade Pod. I thought like we'll, like we'll go back. We'll definitely release that videos more, but obviously it's been a bit, Um, things have been a bit, you know, heavy. In the atmosphere, so yeah, it makes you feel wow. guilty for posting things that are non lives matter related. Trust me, but you know, I had to deactivate this, I just couldn't. Oh, like, even okay. today, like, I just, oh, like we are, yeah, it I just couldn't. Like, it's a lot, even like Instagram. Do you know what? I think I'm about to log out of that. It's a lot because it's honestly just so heavy, yeah. And then now that I've got, I've got a migraine that's become a a tenant of my life. I'm just like, you know what? It's a yeah, whole lot of things. Maybe you're not eating properly. I don't even know what it is, you know. I feel like also like, I feel like with me as well, like I just feel like it's a bunch of things. Because mm. it's really, really bad. Like I've still even got it. And like, even the medication I'm I'm using, yeah. Yeah. They don't advise I use it for more than three days because it can cause addiction. Oh, and if and it's very strong, usually I just take one of it. Yeah. I so said I took one of it. Usually one helps like the one tablet. Yeah. When I, you, I wake up, it was even worse this morning. Then I took oh. two, and then it's still here. And I'm just like, You stressing out over something? I don't know, girl. I don't think so. But I feel like, <laughs> we, I feel like we, I feel like with me, what I talked about myself is that I take in stuff subconsciously. I don't realize I'm taking on. Okay, yeah. And that's why I've had to like, just come off like socials and stuff. Mm. So I feel like this week I just want to kind of, and also like I need to get back in. I want to get try and get back in the balance in terms of doing stuff. Mm. In terms of like working out, eating right, all that kind of stuff anyway. Yeah. I haven't really been eating like junk. Like that. I feel like I just haven't been eating enough, I would say. And then when I do eat, I just eat something that's quick and fast rather than something that I kind of put thought and effort into. Yeah. But I don't know what it is, man, but it just needs to sort itself out because I'm actually tired. Yeah. Get some rest. 
media. I've been sleeping all day. I'm just so knackered as well. And that's something I haven't been sleeping properly as well. Like, it's just a lot going on in the world right now. It's actually wild. I saw a picture, yeah. And it was like, it was like this, a, a figurine, yeah. And the figurine was like, was July. And it's got like this team members. And it's like, guys, what are we going to do? <laughs> what up next? <laughs> I'm so down. I feel like every lockdown, every week or every month has just been something. Do you know what I miss? You know, I think about that. I was like, what I really miss here, yeah? I miss the Don't Rush Challenge and week of lockdown. That was, I thought that was a fun week. That was fun. And the, and the house party week. That was fun as well. Yeah, I didn't really feel that one because I wasn't on the house party though. Yeah, that was fun. The house like, party. I know you guys, like, people really enjoyed it. Like, people loved house party. Yeah. That's like, like, I loved it. Like, I would text a queen yeah, and she's coming up and I was like, oh, so I was on house party. I'm like, what are you doing over there? People loved house party. Like, yeah. I missed that part of lockdown. That was now, like, times of lockdown. That was when lockdown was fresh and everybody was like, yes, we're going to stay home. It was, it was a free holiday. Yeah. It was so, and then don't rush. Don't rush. Like, even now when I listen to it, the, on the, um, <laughs> when I hear it, yeah, I just think, <laughs> I'd be poisoned. I don't know oh, thinking, yeah. <laughs> do you feel like yeah, when lockdown is done, yeah, we go back to like um going out and stuff, dance reads and stuff. Yeah. If seven times we're gonna be doing the, the TikTok dance. Oh, definitely. Even when Don't Rush comes on, you're gonna see loads of people doing poses. What? <laughs> nah. The hundred percent. That will be. I'm definitely getting I'm just thinking that imagine a whole dance read, yeah. <laughs> doing the savage dance as if it's like candy or something. Definitely. I think there's so, there's so many TikTok dances. I need to start learning them. Listen. There's so many. It's, like, it's hard there. Yeah, Because actually, you can get a tutorial like, so this first. No. No. You have to go on YouTube for the tutorial, if anything. Yeah. And, then, and then you come and film it. I didn't know that. I thought TikTok yeah. showed, like, showed the tutorial. So when I'm watching them, you're like, Second? Trilla is easy. Yeah, but Trilla, you just do your own dance. That's why it's easy. Yeah, but you know Trilla, it edits it, that it edits it for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas with oh, um, TikTok, it doesn't, does it? Does it not? I hope it does. No, TikTok people edit it themselves. That's why you know, but the the swipe challenge, people are getting it wrong because people are cussing them for getting it wrong, like not editing it properly. Oh yeah, you do yourself. Oh, TikTok is that. hard. Nobody got time for that. It's so hard. Oh gosh. I thought that it is like, okay, step one, savage. Step two, oh, no. step three, the clown face. I said, what is going on here? The app, the app That's true. My <laughs> sister is so good at it. Like, that is her bag. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are doing it. Her bag. Like, literally, even Zara. Did you wow. hear Zara sing? Um, Zara's my, my four year old niece, guys. Did you hear her singing savage? It's so funny. She'd be like, Nasty. So I said, if you don't close <laughs> your little mouth, check. I'm a savage. I said, is it? <laughs> is it? And she sings the box as well. She went, wow. I'm lazy. I said, wow. Okay. And she loves Old Town Road. Oh my gosh, that is her tune. Yeah, a lot of songs. They really do because it's the radio. Because yeah. sometimes I should be singing, I'm thinking, how do you even know? I don't even know the words. What's the radio? Yeah. That's just like kids yeah. take on so much favorite clock they listen to. They listen to I everything, boy. These days are easy for kids to, to listen to as well when, mm. like, able to sing along. I feel like, yeah, it's, it's like the beats and stuff. It's very, um, yeah. very catchy. Yeah. 
And when I'm listening to that old song, I'm still like, oh, that's a TikTok song. I'm like, no. It's an old song that was on TikTok, sis. <laughs> How do you know that? I'm like, you wouldn't have been born when this song was out. I'm like an old woman. TikTok has literally changed the world. Literally. It's changed, it's changed the game. Yeah, yeah, man. I'll, I'll soon be on there. I just need to perfect my dances. <laughs> Trust me, I need to get my rhythm together. I feel like when you're trying to copy dances, yeah. Even if you have the best rhythm in the world, yeah, you can feel like you you're just dancing like I don't know a peppered spider because yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. No, I hear looking all silly and stuff. I need to I need to perfect it and add my own twist to it before I can even. Mm. And I can put add twist to it. I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, guys, um, follow us on in on Instagram and Twitter at No Shape Pod. Yeah. Um, it's your girl yeah. Ika Aubrey, and it's been my own royalty. And we're signing out. Bye. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.